0: Thank you. Welcome everyone back to the Duck Pond Wall. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I'm Monica Hoyle, your host, and we call this the Duck Pond Wall because for years we have used that little brick wall to sit with friends and catch up with buddies and find out what's going on and get the news, and that's what we do on this little show. And today I'm sitting on the Duck Pond Wall with one of my all-time favorites. Don't tell all the other alums because I don't want them to think I play, play for favorites, but one of my all-time favorites. Bonnie Widener Wood Emory and Henry class of 1990 is with us today thank you so much for being with us
1: oh it is so great to be here on your show and uh I'm a proud Emory and Henry alone
0: yes you are yes I am we're proud of yeah. you. We're
1: going to talk about We're going to talk
0: about that. Th- did it get your class year right? Is it 1990?
1: You did. Okay, good. 32 years ago, I'm old. And you know, those
0: of you who came along behind me, just know that you're preserved in amber at the age you were at Emory and Henry. So if you ever need to feel younger, just give me a call. Bonnie is Promotion Manager at WJLA. Well, no,
1: I am the Community Relations Director Some days I'm the public affairs director, so. First of all, tell us about WJLA. WJLA, it's the ABC affiliate and uh, the nation's capital. I'm going on 24 years there, which is crazy. Nobody stays in a job that long. I know. It's really, it's really crazy because I feel like I just started Emory & Henry. (laughs) (laughs) So 24 years and you've done different things, I guess, since you've been there. I have. When I started there in 98, I was the nightside topical producer. So I worked, uh, you know, in a, a, a late shift where I would uh, produce, I would write and produce promos for uh, the evening newscast. It would be like, you know, coming up to night 11, you know, <laughs> the new name for the Washington football team, you know, just uh-huh. little yeah. teasers. So right. I did that for several years and just kind of worked up you know the ranks um becoming well working on a day side schedule i was promotion producer went senior producer and then i was promotion manager for many many years and then about two years ago i changed uh to this new role which is a community affairs uh director because we had a new general manager and his big focus was getting us out into the community you know so i was Um, you know, working on the marketing side of the station and just that outreach, you know, and just reaching out to the community he thought was a very valuable marketing uh, tool for the station. And he just wanted somebody fully focused. And it just came at the right time because, you know, I've been at the station for so many years doing, you know, the same thing for many years as a promotion manager. And it was just, uh, refreshing to just do something different to really focus on something that gives back and really can you know make a big difference and and help people in so many ways. So I've I've really enjoyed being in that role.
0: Well, and I'm guessing one of the reasons he chose you is because you're kind of a known entity too. I mean, you're no stranger to the community already. They've seen you either on air or behind the scenes for a long time. And so not yeah. on air.
1: <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs>
0: Well, you know they know, yeah, they know about Bonnie. And plus, you, 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 you've been, you've been the public face for them for other projects and that sort of thing. So it seems like a perfect yeah. place for you.
1: Yes, I really, really have enjoyed it. It's um, it's been great just meeting a lot more people and just. And I started it, you know, a few months before the pandemic started. Oh, so the well, timing was really great too, because there's there was just so much need in the community. So. it was, it was was a great time.
0: Well, and that's a good segue that I'm going to skip because I want to, before we go on, I want to make sure that people know that you're not just a 24-year employee, but you've actually been awarded for some of your work at the station too, haven't you? Haven't you? Haven't
1: you? Haven't you? Maybe just a little. (laughs) A couple of Emmy awards on your shelf somewhere. Yes, I do. I have five now. (laughs) You have five? That is ridiculous. (laughs) It's crazy
0: five Emmys. I don't think Lucille Ball had five Emmys. Tell me, (laughs) was it for the
1: promotion? Was it were some of them for the promotion work you were talking about? Three were for um, my uh, promotion producer work and then two last year I won two for community service. Wow
0: okay that's pretty that is pretty awesome. (sighs) Well, and that, well, now I'll take that segue and say, let's talk about what you do, because there, there's one thing that you've done for a while um, that's kind of a known thing for, the, for most all of us in some form or fashion, we'll, and we'll talk about that first, but then you also invented a new program. You founded or started a new program, so we'll talk about that in a second, but let's, let's talk about Toys for Tots for just a minute, because I got to tell you, I'm embarrassed to admit I didn't know we still did
1: Toys for Tots. Yes. It's huge. Matter of fact, this year is the 75th anniversary of Toys for Tots. Wow. 2022? Yes. Wow. And it's also, well, also, um, this year is the 75th anniversary of uh, WJLA, too. So, it's kind of cool.
0: I'm really excited about
1: marketing that this year. Yes.
0: Has the station always been involved with Toys for Tots?
1: No. Um, I guess about eight years ago you know we were just looking for a holiday campaign and you know there's a big military presence you know in the washington region and just toys for tots um it was just a way that we could really get out to the different areas of the the washington area because it's such a huge area and um so we just we just started going big on toys for tots and and actually the logo for Toys for Tots, you know, the little trains. Yeah. I don't know if you recall that. Guess who created that logo? Is well, that you? <laughs> Stop it. Monica, I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh, it's always been the logo. I thought you meant it was like a new logo. <laughs> it's always been the logo. Well, wow. I- I thought maybe you had a secret, you know, witch thing going on, but you could be 100 years old and I just didn't know it. Okay, who, who did the train's logo? Who did that? Walt
1: Disney. No way. Yes. So the Marine, it was a Marine who was in the reserves in 1947. Um, his wife made dolls and his wife said, you know, go donate my dolls to an organization, to you know, so that they can give them to, uh, to children in the community, and he couldn't find an organization. So she said, start one. <laughs> yes, he did. He did, And, and his civilian job was a, um, he was a marketing or a PR director for Warner Brothers. And he happened to know Walt Disney and Walt Disney created the little train logo for them. Hey, that is wicked cool
0: and did not know that. And so, yes. So, so he was. Is that how it got connected to the Marines?
1: Yes, because he yes. was a vet. Exactly. Yes, and then they they asked all of the reserve units across the entire country to start this Toys for Tots campaign. Wow. And it yes, it's been going for seventy five years this year, and um, I think last year they distributed eighteen million toys. Wow, and it's all in the U.S., yes. right? Yes. I believe it is just in the US. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, I I didn't look that part.
0: Well, it was funny. I was trying, you know, I was looking up a little something about Toys for Tots and I kind of remembered a jingle. And so I found it on YouTube and and it was Nat King Cole singing it. And I was like, wow, I am really old that I did that. But that is what I remembered was this Nat King Cole (laughs) version of this sweet little song about uh, some people have too many and some people don't have any. And that was part of the little jingle was to was to give toys for those soon. You can be, you can be Santa by lending a hand. Very, very. Which didn't, which didn't rhyme and it bothered me, but that's okay. <laughs> well, so you guys do this big push up there then. So you basically help mm-hmm. them collect the, the the toys.
1: Exactly. So this year we actually did four different uh, drive-through events. So with the pandemic, we were, you know, stressing the fact that, you know, it's, you can just stay in your car, open your trunk, you know, these handsome Marines will come and get the toys (laughs) out of your car. And, um, so we did four of those and one of them, our main one was at the Iwo Jima Memorial. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we do a a toy drive there and it's just really, it's just, it'll get you in the holiday spirit.
0: I was going to say, um, that's got to be kind of powerful to have a bunch of Marines picking up toys at the Iwo Jima Memorial.
1: Yes, and we usually get the Marine Band, and yeah. um, and then we do a broadcast. We do four hours of, uh, of live cut-ins with all of our anchors, so it's a big station event, and uh, with all of our with the four, what well we did, yeah, we did the four drives. And then I also do an online toy drive where I set up an Amazon wish list. And so if you don't want to come out, you can just go to my toy store and uh, order it online. And then we have the toys delivered. Like this year, they all went to Quantico. So the Marines got Brilliant. them in So yeah, so we ended up uh, collecting more than 21,000 toys this year. What is that typical? Is that a typical sort of size? Well, last year we were, we were around that range as well. Wow. I just think with the pandemic, I don't know, just more people are giving and, um, and, and we just keep on, you know, every year it gets bigger just because we, we talk about it and uh, we promote it and more people hear about it. And, and now we have people when they come to the Iwo Jima Memorial, they've collected toys like for the whole year oh their cars or their trucks are full <laughs> of toys and That's it's so just sweet it's really neat yes well, how do they how do the toys get distributed you know every county is different like prince George's county they have a big distribution where um all the families line up they they're they're registered they're pre-registered they line up and then um, it was like, it was at the police, at the Prince George's police uh, department this year. So they come in and, and they bring their, you know, their forms or whatever. And then uh, they have volunteers that go in the gym and they actually shop, you know, so I have a two-year-old boy, I have a five-year-old girl, and they get the presents and they put it in a big bag and they bring it out um, Aww, to the families. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's one county does it that way and then like in uh fairfax and prince william county and the on the virginia side they just distribute through organizations like organizations will say you know we need x number of toys and they'll just give them so it's all different it's just very interesting and they're all volunteers you know all these different chapters are, are volunteers and they just work with the marines and um that's terrific well i think that like,
0: i just that's a cool thing to hear about and i love it so you've got a little toy store on amazon amazon is it is it called bonnie's Toy <laughs> store or is it uh, <laughs> I'm suddenly realizing how hard that word is to say or is it called wjhl's sure.
1: store? this is uh, well we went through a, a rebranding so we go by seven news so the seven news you know wish list i don't know if there's really an official name
0: <laughs> well you better be figured it out because i'm going to suggest that we that we send some toys in honor of you because you how long you oh, ago with
1: toys for tots you're sweet yes well if you if you were if you can remember this next season you go to wjla.com toys all right and Not there we're
0: going to we're going to replay this next, right around next December, <laughs> and we're going to get people thinking about that, because I love that you can just do it on Amazon. That's a great, that's
1: a great Oh, idea. it's great, and and I I learned from years past that I needed to ship them directly to Quantico, because last year, up until last year, I was having them all shipped to the station, and there's no room. I mean, yeah, I could yeah. send you pictures of like I, I, thankfully, because of pandemic, I had some room, like people weren't coming into the office. So I took this big training room and it was stacked with Amazon boxes to the ceiling. Oh, and I had so to fun. go through all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got smart this year and said, they're all going to Quantico.
0: <laughs> that is smart. I, I hope they gave you a golden box cutter
1: just <laughs> to, to remind you of those moments <laughs> because that sounds like a oh my. box ripping. Oh my goodness. I didn't want to see another Amazon box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just a quick reminder that we are speaking today with Bonnie Widener Wood, Emory and Henry Class of 1990, who is the Community Relations Manager for WJHL in DC, um, or News 7, as they apparently are going by now. And so, Seven News. Seven News. Seven News. Oh, sorry. <laughs> On your side. On your side, who's yeah. on yours? Mm-hmm. Yours, yeah, mm-hmm. your side. And she's <laughs> talked to us about toys for tots, but you also started a program during the pandemic. Something about giving snacks to people who were waiting in line to get their light driver's license. In oh, of Monica! <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no. No. No, 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 no. What does it really do? What does it really do? It's called feeding the DMV. <laughs> well, you can see why I'd get confused. Yes, okay, but not Division of Motor Vehicles, but uh, DMV, if you live in the, in the area, that's kind of like a, you know, the way to describe, well, it's, it, it stands for D's district, in Maryland, and D, Virginia. So it's just a short way of just including everybody.
0: Everybody's got a shorthand right now. Everybody's yeah. got a shorthand. <laughs> so, so what happens with the BD and yes. DMV?
1: Okay, so when the when the pandemic started, um, you know, we were just trying to find ways to to reach out and help people in the community. And uh, the Capital Area Food Bank, which is the major, you know, food bank in D.C., they work with more than 400 food pantries in the whole region. So they reached out to me to ask if they could just run some pro bono spots or some banners because they were hurting. People were really—I mean, they really needed food, and they needed that support. So yeah, we ran—you know—we did some—we ran some ads for them, and but then I realized I'm like, this is this could be something that we can really make an impact on. And you know, help feed people because people were desperate. Right. Um, you know, so many jobs had been lost, and so it just—it was like a light bulb moment. It was just I came up with this feeding the DMV concept, and uh, we just set up a link on our website and like a text pla- um, a platform where you know you could just text and, and, and donate um, money. But uh, it was more about awareness. So I started what we call Food Bank Fridays. So for, you know, the first time we did it for six straight weeks, we went to a different food pantry in in the Washington area and we just talked and showed people, you know, just firsthand, you know, look at the need here, you know, and just the grassroots effort of getting people fed in the region because the lines were just so long. I mean, it was just, I mean, I, I went to all of those food bank Fridays and I just saw, you know, so many people just needing help and just and right. hearing the stories, you know, a mother who hasn't eaten for a couple of days, so she could just save the food for her children, you know, just really heartbreaking stories. And so, so yeah, so in 2020, the first year we almost raised a half a million dollars. Holy cow, Bonnie, that's amazing. I know, Yes. Yes, you. No wonder you're winning Emmys out the hoo ha. Oh, I don't know about that, but no. Yes, well, just an outpouring of, of help. It just, yeah.
0: yes. I, I've said this a couple of times to folks. It seems like the pandemic has exposed fissures where we did not know there were fissures. And exactly. You know, and yes. Food insecurity has been huge. I think everywhere. Yes. I, I think we, I think we found just how much our school systems were doing for people. Right. Exactly. And right. So when, not going to school. So when They're you weren't going to dead. school, there was a problem huh. and, you know, right. and, and yeah, with, 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 I think people didn't, I think a lot of folks didn't understand just how close some of us live to the edge of being able to make it work anyway. And so then once your job is gone, suddenly, you know, people that you might not have expected to you know, think we would need that. We're suddenly really needing that. And so, yeah, good for you for bringing attention to
1: just, to just how real and how close to home those problems are. Exactly. Oh, I know. It just, it just, when you go to a food pantry and you just see those long lines and you see who's in them, it's, it's everybody, you yeah. know? Yes. Well, good for you, so, good. You, so you've kept that going. So we kept it going. I'm getting ready to launch a, another campaign the end of February. We're doing. Um, uh, actually, we're doing a kick hunger campaign for feeding the DMV where we're working with the new Washington Commanders. Oh, Commanders. Football team, yes. <laughs> so, Gary, do you know Gary Clark? Do you know that yeah. name? We went to high school together. No.
0: He, he, unless it, it's a different Gary Clark. Um, no. Pulaski. Yeah 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 yeah. we were in high school together he would oh my gosh I'm gonna send you a picture he couldn't pull me out of a lineup but I it was always our sort of claim to fame that we were in school with Gary Clark
1: that is awesome well he's the face of our campaign no way yes way
0: I just talked last
1: week oh he's a great great guy he
0: won't remember me, but just tell him you talk to a cougar and he can, you can mean that any way you want to, but anyway, just tell him you talk to an old cougar who was still bragging that she was in school with him. Yeah. It was like our point of pride. I mean, nobody else was famous from our high school except for Gary Clark.
1: Wow. He's such a great guy. So this will be our third year that we've worked with him. Oh, he's makes always, me happy. Yes. Oh yeah. He's just, just a great guy. So Yay. we do, we have a lot of fun with this campaign. We, um, We have like a scavenger hunt with our anchors and with Gary and some other people. They have to go through a Safeway store and find all of these items for the food pantry. Last year, we actually, our our anchor actually beat him last year. (laughs) And he's (laughs) fast. He just doesn't know how to shop for groceries.
0: He's got to have something he doesn't do well. Come on. He's good looking. He's fast. He's a successful athlete. He's got to have something. But he doesn't. Right. Do well. I know. Well, you two had a lot to talk about there because you're from down that way.
1: I know. Oh, we do. We always do. Yes. That good old Southwest.
0: That is too funny. I love that. Yeah. Well, and, and, and here's what I really want to know is do either of you fall into your Southwest Virginia accents when you're talking to each other and do people yeah. around you notice?
1: Yes, and actually the PR person that we work with, with the Washington Commanders, she is from Danville, so... The oh, three of us awesome. get together and we're just like we're, all that that Southwest Virginia accents all come out, you know. That's <laughs> too funny.
0: That's too funny. Well, I you know, I hate to say we're actually closing in on the end of our time to get here. So I I know. See, I you, that. Were, you worried that we wouldn't find anything to talk about for heaven's sake. So tell me tell me this. Tell me this. How did you, you, how did you end up in this perfectly suited for you position? You used to I know you went to the Richmond Times for a while and did some things. Went to the Richmond
1: Times, yes. I tell you, it all goes back to Dr. Keller and oh, Emory Henry. We have to live with her. Don't inflate that, Henry. Oh, my gosh. I mean, really, what was key at Emory & Henry, she, um, she got me an internship in Richmond at the ABC affiliate. And the uh, producer there was, went to Europe for several weeks. And they saw me as free labor, and they put me to work. I mean, they really did. I mean, it was it was more than an internship. You know, I um, she knew somebody there, called him up, said, "Hey, you know, can you have an intern?" And off this country girl went to big city, of Richmond, and lived there for the summer. And um, it was just a terrific experience. And yeah, so when I graduated from from Emory. Couldn't find a job in TV, but I had a good friend going to physical therapy school in Richmond. And then another high school friend, he wanted to go to Richmond. So my dad, no lie, moved me in a cattle truck to (laughs) Richmond so I could break in. Um, Could not get a job right away in TV, but started working for the Richmond Times Dispatch in advertising. And then I finally saw an ad in the paper and I said, you know, if I have an, an extra demo reel from that internship, Wow. I'm going to apply, and I did, and I got the job.
0: That's amazing. And that was when you started working
1: up in, in, up in D.C.? I worked in Richmond oh, at okay. the CBS affiliate there. WTVR? WTVR? You know it, the South's oldest TV station. Look at yeah. that. That's amazing. And so when you did your
0: internship, did you get to do on-air stuff?
1: No. No, I just produced stuff. I produced I produce promos you know, promos are just spots that promote the station. And right. if when I say promos, but um, they had a summer reading program, and they put me in charge of it. Of the reading program? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the summer reading program they, they were doing. I'm telling you, I was free labor, but I was-, I was say, They saw a sucker coming, didn't they? <laughs> yes, they did
0: exactly. I think it was the cattle truck. They said, this girl came in on a cattle truck. I bet we can convince
1: her to do a lot of work. Let's, put let's put, let's
0: give her a job or six.
1: No. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, um, I had to coordinate that whole program. I had to take the posters to every Seven Eleven in Richmond. They put me in a, in a news van with a big logo. So of course I was attract, attracting people. I'll never forget. I was at a stoplight, you know, a little country girl here, <laughs> and a homeless man was knocking on my window. I was like freaking out. This was a new. This was a new experience. Well, it and was. Plus, and
0: plus, every time you rolled into a Seven Eleven parking lot, they probably were like, "Are we on? Are we on the news tonight? Oh, What's going on?" Exactly. Oh yeah. Have a case of something we don't know about. Somebody call the manager. The news right. truck is in the parking lot. Somebody get help. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So, um, I love that. And, and it's, you know, even though it'll make her head swell, I love that she give the credit back to Dr. Keller. She does. She is a whiz at getting people connected to where they need to be.
1: Oh, I know. And when I first won Miami, she was one of the first people I called.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Well, love you know, yes. And and I love these stories because people don't always expect Emory and Henry folks to, you know, they, they think, Oh, it's well, how nice that you're in that little community in the country. and, you know, but they don't understand who we are and they don't understand who you are as alumni out there setting the woods on fire, you know, doing great things. And so that's why, that's why we love to tell these stories because you're awesome. Well, y'all are awesome. And it's awesome. Emery is awesome. We'll certainly agree yeah. on that one. All right. Yes. Well, listen, I'm gonna have to wrap up, but I know there are more stories to tell. We did not talk about um, your frozen cat. We did not talk about <laughs> we did not talk about fancy gap. We didn't talk about no. home. We did there are a lot of things we did not cover. So I feel like we need to get a part two on this sometime, but uh, we got to wrap it up for now, and just everybody else will just have to know that if they really want to get to know somebody fun for memory Henry, you're the call to make. Yeah, call me. Don't. Yeah, There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie Wood, Emory Henry, class of 1990. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. We're going to ask everybody to stay tuned and to WEHC and keep on listening to the voice of Southwest Virginia and uh, see what programming is coming up next because it's good stuff and we appreciate you being here.